Lightning Strikes Thrice as part of the Pitch Drop Podcast Network, please check out our Patreon page and consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. You are listening to Lightning Strikes Thrice, a Final Fantasy 13 series game club podcast. This is episode 8, covering day 2 of questing in the Dead Dunes in Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13. I am your host, Chris Taylor, and with me is... Matt Marcus. Letcher. And me, Jay Leno. Ah! Okay. It said guest. I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to fill in the guest so there was no awkward silence. All of the listeners love jokes based on note documents they aren't looking at. Yeah. I've already had to hear an hour of this, so I might as well give them PTSD. That's, that's <laughs> actually true. Uh-huh. So last time, what did we do? I forget. Oh, yeah, we blew up the statue. Uh, we collected some fireworks, blew up a statue, and got into Snow's Palace, and then that was it. And then the peaced day. out immediately. Yep. <laughs> If you actually look at what we're doing in a chronological fashion, Lightning has some kind of brain problems. I mean, that's assuming she doesn't already have some kind of brain problems. Look, I am not going to say what is canonically Lightning's brain problems or not. We're not there yet. I mean, we already spoiled that at the end of uh, last season, actually, (laughs) in a stinger. That's also true. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we we won't repeat that here. We'll just assume everyone forgot. So yeah, today we are hitting up the ruins in the Dead Dunes with Fang. So we're going actually into the dungeon, which is like really the significant meat of this area, which is all underground. Yeah, it takes an incredibly long time uh, because of a few mechanics, right? So there are the time doors, which are uh, doors in the dungeon which open and close based on the time of the day. It's basically an on the hour. Uh, mm-hmm. There are two sets that toggle on and off. Yep. You don't want to use chronostasis in an area full of these because time doesn't move. So the doors don't change and you're just standing there for way longer. I mean, you don't have to. The first time I went in here, I actually was chronostasing, chronostasising constantly and I was able to get all the way through it without without much worry. It's just that there are certain areas, like certain items you can't pick up unless you wait an hour there's that area, the Golden Chamber warp point, particularly you do not want to cross chronostasis around there. Gotcha, yeah. Yeah, you can end up burning a lot of time if you're waiting for doors to change. And if you're just feeling like, I just want to get through this door, I don't want to try to find my way around. Because this area, there's like, what, five or six levels to this dungeon? Yeah, and it's, it's very, very confusing to. It's very large, and it's very confusing to get your heading if you're trying to make it to the other side of the same floor by going through another floor. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just a weakness of the mapping or it's just the way it's laid out. Chances are not everything connects. There's never been a good fucking three-dimensional map, Matt. Fair. 
fair. At least we've come a long way from the bad days of Morrowind and Arena. Uh-huh. The only good three-dimensional map was Subnautica, and that only works because it's outdoor environments. Never played it. It's like a looking at a slice of a topographical map, but not uh, from a bird's yeah. eye, from a horizontal perspective. It's very good. The game's okay. Other doors are going to be sealed without a clock above them, but they've got a red symbol around, and it basically means you need to hunt for the switch somewhere in the dungeon. Because this is a Final Fantasy thirteen game, the Switch is not a Switch, but instead a cube with a glyph floating around it like it's some sort of weird treasure orb. It's like 16 Game Cubes. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it took me a second, and that's why I started cracking up. Yeah. Anyway, interacting with the Wii U, which is the last place you'll find them inside old ruins, is uh, <laughs> going to open the sealed door. I have a Wii U. I hate it. So I'm I. sorry. Every time I interact with it, I resent it. The Wii U is the console where the worst game on the system is the rarest because nobody else was putting things out. And thus, one of the most terrible games of the past decade is worth hundreds. Already. Yeah, see, that's that only works if you have demand for it. And I'm surprised there's any demand for it. Only by people trying to conclude a full set for a terrible console. Uh, Nobody wants Devil's Third. I got it only for Bayonetta 2, which was underwhelming. I I got it for Earthbound. Wow, what an idiot. I didn't <laughs> buy it. That was the Smart. first time you could get Earthbound. Fuck you. <laughs> Since Without a Super NES. Dog. Okay, you have a computer. This was like five years ago. <laughs> you have a computer. I, I don't do that. Wait. I don't do that. Wait till you found out you weren't missing anything at all. I played yeah, I, it. It's good. I like it. How do you think I'm playing this game? I'm not using a PS3. I'm using emulators. Oh, are you doing a PS3 emulator on this? No, I'm, really? I'm absolutely running the PC version. I just wanted to fuck around. <laughs> fair. I fucked around with some fair, PS3 fair, fair. emulation because my computer can just handle it no problem. You know, I haven't even tried because I know it's still somewhat buggy. Whatever. I get to play Demon Souls now. I still have a PS3 hooked up. Ew. Say it. Well, that's that's what I'm using. Yeah. My PS3 had to be replaced by PS4 that I bought just for Neo. And, you know, what? it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's fair. I have not played a Neo. Yeah, same. It's, I think I own it. I think <laughs> I keep buying these games on PSN and not having room on my hard drive for them. So I'm like, I'll download them at some point, which seems like a, a risky play considering how Don't play God touchy of PSN could get. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. What a C minus. Eh, I'll pick it up cheap eventually. Hot take there. It's I got, I got way too many fucking games. I I, I got to play uh, Witcher three at some point. Like that's the big one. Actual good it's game. Pretty skippable. Oh, I think it's overhyped. It's still probably at least a at worst a B plus, which is it's, worth it. It's a good game, but holy crap! Anyone who's like, I got lost in the world and I loved all the side quests and I kept wanting more. No, there's oh, so much. Nice meme. Does anybody really say that? Yes. Those people are crazy. Yet, dude, I interact with at least two communities where people who get Witcher 3 go full knobslob. I mean, I guess that's what happens when you actually put some effort into good writing. It's that it papers over a lot of other stuff. (laughs) The problem is just that after a certain point, okay, I'm going to 
find the tracks and track this beast. And oh, wait, the maps in this game are the absolute worst thing. And God help you if you ever have to go into a cavern. Oh, dog, the map is... The map is the worst on the densest side quest, which is that fucking werewolf dungeon. Yeah. Any dungeon. Mm. You want bad 3D maps. Oh, Shit. Yeah. No, I mean, I know that, like... So, speaking oh, of 3D 3. dungeons... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So, you're running around dungeons. these different floors. You're fighting, like, skeleton dudes and Schrodingers, and uh, occasionally... There's a couple of places where you'll get choke pointed with a uh, earth eaters at the bottom so like watch out for that know that that's on the on the agenda if you're me but, and you exterminated all those guys the only enemies in the dungeon are earth eaters and it's real dire oh that's Ooh. rough <laughs> why would you do that to yourself well, oh my god oh uh, that's rough yeah we didn't do it on purpose <sighs> so at some point you've made it basically through the entire thing uh-huh. And like we're 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 like skipping a whole lot of gameplay, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> we're doing that in a sentence. It's very repetitive though. It is. It is. It's at least fun to like map around because the map per floor is pretty good. And thankfully there are warp stones, like the cactus uh, the cact what cactuar, cactuar. red cactuar wrote warp stones. I can't talk today. They're around some of them on certain floors, so it's actually really like I that's the one thing that's the saving grace of this is if you hit those couple of points or yeah, you could just warp back into a central point and just keep going. If you need to say go out and take an inbreak. Yep. So lightning and fang, find a door and hope detects a large amount of energy behind it. It's a you know big impressive looking door. It's definitely different than everything you've seen so far. And they suspect that the clavis is on the other side, but in order to proceed, you need to find these three murals, which you may have found. There's three areas in the dungeon where it just it's a long hallway with something at the end of it. But in order to activate it, you need to find these uh, holy iPads that are hidden around outside of the dungeon. Which... There's some dumb continuity here, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. So huh. uh, Hope can't date them. Because time uh-huh. is fucking wrecked, and uh, we can't right. trust our scientific measurements. But he says they predate Cocoon, which means they predate Lightning, but somehow only the Savior can activate them. I mean, I could, I could buy that, you know. Could you? We're, we're talking Here's, magic and shit, right? Here is the trick to that. It's one last final fuck you to continuity for Metro. Okay, sure. I'll take it. <sighs> fuck Etro. Yep. I hate Etra yeah. so much. Absolutely. There is no character in this series I loathe more than Etro, and that's counting baby hope at the start of the series, whatever. Yep. I don't know. Roche was pretty, like, not great. Yep. At any rate, these are outside of the temple. If you were exploring the outside of the Dead Dunes anyway, you probably came across these. You might have even, like, if you're like me, you went into one and grabbed a tablet and, like, what's this for? I don't know, but I'll keep it for later. But there are warp stones in front of all of these. So, like, if you've already done your exploring, this is not really that long to dip out, grab your three tablets, and then get back in. Yeah. And basically those areas are just, you run to the end, you fight some skeletons, you grab the tablet you turn around and then there's these little pseudo skeleton traps where you have to like 
hit these statues and they could be a skeleton or they could not be a skeleton. It's not really. They're always skeletons. I think in that context, it's always skeletons. But like when you're running in the dungeon, there's a lot of skeleton statues that are not actual skeletons. I like that there's like eight skeleton models. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot of effort put into the skeleton variety. Yeah, and I think they're the, besides the Earth Eaters, they're probably the most challenging thing in there, and it's really just because Bloodsword could hurt, but it depends on what level you go in. I mean, you just have a guard, and you take, like, no damage from Bloodsword. Yeah, they're not not too bad, and even when they come to it at a time, it's really the Omega not skeleton though. Fuck that. Oh man. I talked uh, about that last episode. Yeah. You, you <laughs> fucking I was, hated that guy. I was not prepared and I got power dunked by the Omega skeleton. Yeah. You and me both. The same thing happened to me. Cause I'm like, I just fought like a hundred of these skeletons. Like this, this should be no big deal. And then he comes in and he's like the tankiest fucking enemy. Well, it's also because they, uh, I think they slow you and I don't know if slow goes away. It does. Also, I fought it my does. Omega Skeleton in Chaos. It was not great. Oh, no. That's even worse. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, no. I, I remember I burned through a bunch of ethers and a ton of EP getting through that fight. It sucked. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Be careful of the Omega Skeleton. <laughs> so, yeah, you find these three tablets. The, the areas are called Dry Floodlands, Atmos Sands, Grave of the Colossi. You know. Then you dip back in and you can go and activate the murals. So we got all our tablets. We go to the murals. As we activate each one, we get a piece of a special kind of crux used to open the door, which is really fucking stupid, right? Like, why would it magic in pieces of the key instead of having the placement of all three tablets open the gate? I mean, they want to tell you some... A little bit of exposition well, because tell I me mean, the remember exposition at this point, and don't make me pick up the stupid thing. Yeah, it's one of those things where if you're not paying super close attention to the you know pantheon of gods like we have been or have like outside knowledge, then they're trying to explain some of that context to you, but it's it's clunky. <sighs> so let's talk about this poem. It's real. It's not great. Come, pity poor Etro, for she was left all alone, her blood pouring over, and chaos to atone. Queen of nothing, goddess of death, so let her be known. Lindsay! Oh, wait. Fuck you, whoever named a god after their first grade crush. I I know you did something, Nakamura-san. Eat shit. (laughs) Anyhow, use the blood of Etro to create the first human in in order to be able to turn them into Lassie to do his bidding. Fuck Lindsay. Hmm. Yep. So what do you mean, who wrote that? The guy who just did that. Oh, you wrote that? Yeah. No, he's talking about the note. <laughs> yeah, this is just the one thing Fang contributes to this whole bit. Because otherwise, Fang's just, you know, riding along, helping you with battles, saying some quips every now and then. You know, she's not really adding a ton, but it, even though That's it's... That's not true. Still, she fucking yeah. tells us that reincarnation was real. Was I forgot about that? <laughs> I, you know, I, I know it's in the notes, but I, I, I totally forgot about that part of the conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah. So in the, in the second mural, yeah, that's what I was talking about. The second mural, talking about the same thing with Etro and and Lindsay and all that. It says explicitly that humanity was designed to serve the gods and then die, and at some point reincarnation was real, but the chaos explosion broke the cycle. 
And then our last mural is about uh, Bunavelsis' purification of the undead souls. Uh, Fang tells us at this point that the Order wants the clavis in order to purify the souls of the dead so that they can be accepted by Bunavelsa. Vanille wants to do the ceremony in order to atone for the past. Still Catholic, still feeling that guilt. Yep. And it, it, and it will kill her. That's why Fang loves her. She is a power bottom. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, after we open the gate, we can get to this, the clavis. That's why the spear breaks into two halves. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. After what? we open the gate, we can get to the... <laughs> okay, I'll get through this sentence without cracking up at one of these reads. Go. <laughs> this is the one. After, after we open the gate, we can get to the clavis. And this is when the Order files in all its troops, because, of course, Dr. Jones, you did all the work and we weep the rewards. Mm -hmm. Anyhow, Fang decides to destroy the Clavis because blah, blah, blah. If she does it, Vanille will die. So she is repelled by a force field, at which point the Order throws a huge monster at y'all while their troops just grab it completely unharmed. It's crazy that they have one of these, these things in a pen. Just ready to go. Did I write lightning right? and gang? Yes. Did I write that? That's dumb. Yes. There's literally I didn't touch oh, that. Oh, it's a typo. I was like, why would I write that when there's only one other person? <laughs> the gang finds the clavis. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see that episode last week? That was beautiful. No no, I have never watched a single episode of that show. Oh, well, it went out with the season finale and holy shit. Okay. It was the Mac dance, everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's boss fight time. So this is where we fight the boss, Parandus. Since we're in the back half of the game, we end up fighting Parandus, the stronger version. This will be... I did not. <laughs> this will be the regular going on for the podcast recording, at least for my fights, because I'm not Matt. <laughs> the earlier version of this fight is the Grendel. It is the same model with lower stats. Both of the fights rely on the boss buffing a lot and then unleashing lots of magic and lots of debuffs. As a result, this is not a fight that rewards perfect guarding and counters. Most of its attacks can't be stopped by anything other than a stagger. And, like, to piggyback on that, you have to be ready for every kind of magic. There's no specific element you gotta worry about. You just have to, like, get anything you can get like you know ribbons or whatever other adornment whatever you know extra items to stop magic damage because yeah this thing just continues to pummel you especially if you're unlike uh, unlucky and it happens to power up so but anyway when the 
it's worth starts. noting that you can also just use heavy guard. Heavy guard blocks basically all of this. Heavy guard's great. No, I mean that's why I've been using. Um, I have heavy guard level three. Yeah, the paladin. The paladin has that locked in, and I I'm still using it. I'm using the forge one that's bluish. Mm, Cold rebellion. Quiet guardian. Hmm. Are you playing New Game Plus, or are you playing regular, Chris? Playing regular. Okay. Yeah, because I... We'll, we'll talk about this in the next section, but I started upgrading my skills, leveling up my skills, and I didn't get to Heavy Guard 3, but I don't think I have that many Heavy Guards. I think that's why. Well, the one I have comes with, like, Heavy Guard 2 or 3 locked onto it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm thinking Paladin definitely has Heavy Guard 3 on it, which is why I've been, like, abusing the shit out of it this entire game. Is that the blue leather coat with the black shoulders? You know what? I've recolored mine. I don't remember. Wow. I think it's all white. I think it's mostly I white. I want to say Paladin is white by default. Okay. Yeah, I think white by default. I don't know which so, one I'm using. That might be the one I have set as my magic. Mist mm. something? No, that's Mist uh, Wizard. And that's... Uh, Mist Wizard. That's the okay. f- one of the first. That's the first one you get in the uh, Arc Day one. Yeah. You get an upgraded version at the end, I think. Yeah, I have it upgraded, so... Yeah, you, everyone forgets I'm doing the new game plus run. Uh, this is the week where I actually hit the damage cap in the game. Hell yeah! Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. What what is the damage cap? Is it like just under a million? I don't know what it was, but the achievement popped in the middle of a combo. Ah, nice. Anyway, there, there were a lot of numbers flying around at the time. That seems to be the thing with this series is there's a lot of numbers flying around. <laughs> so when the fight begins, Grendel or Parandus or whatever it is that happens to uh be called at the time it'll trigger an absolute barrier which is a or a protective circle depending you know all all these names they're the same thing it's just a little confusing because we're trying to like talk about one thing sorry i was just filling in more detail than less right no that makes sense it's just i'm reading this and i'm like oh it's this it's that whatever it has protect and shell on it and that will last until it's staggered so you have to drive up its chain gauge and I believe it is uh, wind that is the uh, element you want to use. It is wind. Yeah. For some reason, everything in the desert is weak to wind. So, like, I don't know. There's not much mm. variety no, that makes in sense. that. Does I it? mean, yeah, it makes a, it makes a certain sense. It's yeah, sandstorms. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I the thing about it, this is the area with the most homogeneous enemies. Because everything is weak to wind, whereas if you're running around, say, in the Wildlands, you'll have things weak to lightning, things weak to fire, etc. It just seems like it's interesting that Dead Dunes is the one where there's, like, every enemy is weak to wind. So you might as well just load up on wind. No, it's it makes sense. It's very weird that way. Yeah. But as some of you may have put together because of what we just said, the trick to this boss is you need to stagger it. Mm-hmm. And if you shatter the circle, you shatter the barrier, go all out overclock, yep. use consumables, everything you've got, because if you get a second stagger off, you are rewarded with 15 seconds of the boss laying there in a hump mm-hmm. and you can just pound on it. No defense, no nothing. You can do so many slayers. If you have ATB charge on your slayer garb, yeah, it yeah. is the difference between this fight being a five-star clear and a hellish slog where you have to keep shattering it over and over. Guess which one I did. Okay, I did find it. I'm using a Quiet Guardian, which has a locked Heavy Guard level 2, 15% fizz and magic, and then, like, plus 80 strength. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Pretty solid. 
Yeah, that's the defensive one, and then I had to kit it out for more physical defense. Mm-hmm. If you cannot collapse the boss ASAP, you're going to see a lot of nastier things come out in this fight. The big two that you need to stop at all costs are Hellcraft, which will launch you and then blast you in midair, and Gloria Mundi, a massive chain assault which also lengthens every single debuff it's hit you with. And there's Hellcraft a lot of them. can be perfect guarded. Gloria Mundi will fuck you five ways from Sunday. Mm-hmm. And just to add insult to injury, the boss that has a permanent barrier against attacks will also give itself one final suite of buffs. If you see the boss begin charging Seance, stagger it immediately. Otherwise, it's going to add bravery, faith, vigilance, and veil to itself, and then it will just chew your face off from nigh invulnerability. Yeah, no, this fight was a huge slog for me, and I was really wondering why it was so like such a struggle. And it just turns out like I could not output enough damage. Like I wasn't using overclock. Like I forget that overclock exists. But yeah, I I did not load up on damage every time I busted open the barrier. So this fight was very like it took me seven potions to survive it. Oof. I don't think I healed at all. Yeah, I, I got a five star. Yeah. Well, you also probably like kill. You probably also killed it in like two minutes because you have Slayer and Slayer is stupid strong. No, it took like five. Yeah. It's just yeah. that I had a well kitted defense garb, uh, a well kitted offense garb. Uh, the defense garb has deep protect also, which makes Fang just go ham on the boss. Yeah. And then the magic oriented garb is the one with fire plus, so you get stagger mm-hmm. hits in more often. And it had meta guard. Hmm, gotcha. Like I have a generic guard loadout, and all I do is change out the primary element that two out of the three have. Yeah, I don't remember if I had equipped a shadow trooper by this point because shadow trooper has been my main, you know, heavy DPS, especially during stagger garb and i just i can't remember i i feel like this was the last time we're in the game so far that i thought man i am struggling to do a lot of damage i don't know what i'm doing wrong so i mean i'll I'll see if i can next time i'm in the arc i'll try to fight it again but spoiler if you're fighting grendel or uh, perandus in the arc uh, fang does not show up to help you it's not like she contributes a lot she contributes more than nothing. At the very least, like sometimes you don't get targeted every time, which okay, is helpful. More than nothing is also not a lot. <laughs> Depends on how much more than nothing. More than zero, Dr. Quest. More it's like than if I zero. gave you one penny and I said it's not a lot. And you would say <laughs> it's more than nothing. It feel the fight feels different. For okay. me, when I tried it, I tried it at least once, like immediately after, because when I did this fight originally i got to the clavis at 559 and then immediately as soon as i finished i got kicked out <laughs> anyway you got booted out of the dungeon right after the boss yeah that's very I mean, like, good well, i mean i was able to talk to fang and whatever because i think i had a i still had some chronostasis up but like yeah i got there within one minute of the day changing isn't this the second time you've had that happen uh yeah I, it seems like every time i've gone into a dungeon to fight a main boss except for um the only other one i caius i did in like two in the afternoon that one i just had free time and i just decided to go fuck with him and every other time i'm literally getting there and getting to the boss within the last hour of the day every single time 
So they're I love very how tense. That you, if you don't know what we're talking about, that sounds really good. Yeah, I keep putting all these things off, except Caius. I dealt with him at like two in the afternoon. <laughs> it took a long lunch. Sun didn't even go down. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I would call it afternoon delight, but fuck that guy. That fight's annoying. <laughs> so after the fight's done, we see that the order got to the clavis, which, by the way, the clavis, I don't think we talked about it. It's like a giant cube, and it's fucking huge. It looks like the Hearthstone Everything's box. Everything's a giant cube. But it's huge. It's, like, really big. <laughs> oh, speaking like, how of do they carry the, that thing? The clavis just got delivered to my place today. It's the big Akira box set. Holy shit. The what? Mm. The Akira manga just had an anniversary box set released, which is now six hardcovers and 2,000 pages. And it comes in a massive cube. And that just arrived at my house about five minutes before we started recording. How much is that? It was 40% off, so it ran me 113 after tax. That's so much. Dude, it is 2,000 pages now in glorious remastered art. I'm down. I don't know. Like, that movie's really good. The manga's quite good. They're both good. It's just the manga is like an all-time masterpiece. And the movie is like, this is pretty good animation. I don't know, man. Like, manga, manga and comics are both like fucking... C minus as a medium. <laughs> yeah, to put it that way is basically saying that you're going to hold everything against a medium based on its worst things. And that's not like no. nobody goes, film is terrible because Michael Bay made five Transformers movies. I would say that makes film really good, actually. I've seen all of them in the theater, so I can't talk. But uh <laughs> I mean like based on the nature of the medium, not the work in it, right? I I mean I don't know. I have very little experience with manga, but like, or in comic books in general, but I don't know. I think you could do more interesting. You, you can do some very interesting things with uh, just panel composition that doesn't really work in like when you're doing a movie, there's only one frame unless you're talking about like Ang Lee's the Hulk. And then there's the fact that Otomo basically worked himself to the bone on this. So you're constantly seeing new things Stuff that you could never get in an actual production just because of the fact that you would be changing sets, changing cast regularly. It's cool. I mean, I I don't own that much of it, and I don't know if there's any any other manga that I'd want to pick up. Maybe some Junji Ito stuff. Monster's pretty good. Buy Monster. Monster? The anime for that's really good, too. The anime is basically just a slow panel by panel adaptation. So yeah. it's it kind of depends on whether you want to read it or look at it. That that's the thing that kills me with it, right? It, with the manga and comic books is that they split the difference between movies and novels in a way that I feel like I get the worst of both. Like mm. any narrative takes forever to happen and Anything really graphically engaging, I wish I could see more of, and it moving. See, I I don't have enough appreciation for static art for that to do it I read incredibly quickly, so generally, I find uh, anime adaptations of things glacial, because I've gone through these in half the time. I I guess, but then you're, like, skipping the visual, right? No, I'm still getting the visuals. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a couple of scenes in Monster, which, again, is just a crime drama. That I still find incredibly striking to this day. God, Monster is so, like, fucking S-tier. Yeah, Monster is excellent. Good to know. Monster is on the short list for things we talk about after Ava and JoJo's. Cool. (laughs) 
Anyway, that this holy clavish time shit. we've thrown on recording what we're doing after Ava. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, we just keep stacking them up. because fucking JoJo's is dope. Which JoJo's, though, are we going to do? Have we talked about this yet? We're going to start on the first one, probably do, because they're not dense, we'll probably do five uh-huh. per recording. That's a and lot. <laughs> then we'll burn through it till we're done. It's not a lot. It's like an hour a week, Matt. An hour every other week. Five episodes? They're, they're like 10 minute episodes? No, they're like no. 20 minutes. Uh, okay. Okay, anyway. whatever. That's like an hour and 40 minutes. I'm really bad at math. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. also, you have 13 days to watch it. Yeah, true. So, Oh no, 13 <laughs> days. Oh, it's a theme. Oh no! It's all falling <laughs> oh, in upon speaking itself. Speaking of the fucking clavis, it's on top of a clock that's at like 12.59, and you have to wait for it to roll over to 13 before you can get the clavis. <laughs> I saw that and I just ugh. uh gotta love it. Uh so anyway, at this point, you know, you, the clavis is gone. Fang is frustrated. She tells Lightning that if Vanille uses the clavis to, you know, cleanse all the souls or send them on or whatever, she's going to die. And Vanille is aware of this and she wants to die. And Fang doesn't want her to do that. Congratulations on skipping Lightning's motivation, by the way, which is that will, in fact, destroy all of those souls. And that would include, like, Sarah's soul, the soul of everyone who has died since the chaos explosion happened. Was that in the notes? (laughs) Yes. Yes. You just skipped it. Where's the light? Fang explains the Clavis does, in fact, ease the suffering of the dead. It will summon their souls to destroy them. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's. Okay, that's the bit. Yeah, but that doesn't mention Sarah in there. That's why I was no, that's but that comes chunk. up next. That does come. Okay, yeah. So basically, Clavis is bad news. Order is bad news. This is why Fang doesn't like the order because they're going to kill her. Uh, her gal pal cousin. Even in fiction, no one can make the Catholic Church not bad. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a whipping boy of a lot of JRPGs. Look at the entire Breath of Fire series. Yep. I've never played. I mean, it's true of like Final Fantasy Tactics. Yeah, multiple. I'm I'm just going to stop us before we start going down another rabbit hole of listing these off over and over. (laughs) Did you read this bit? Oh, yeah. Fang joined us to ensure we wouldn't give it to the order. There, go. Fang's with us because she's a snitch, not because she wants to help us. Yeah. Yeah, she she bailed on the order and started Monoculus, right? Uh It's Monoculus in order to stop, you know. The fucking shittiest VR goggle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, Caius is the one who's in the monoculus rift. Mm. (laughs) I'll let you have this one. You've never seen my coworker, Blake, but he makes a face where you can tell he really hates something and frowns deeply, but also at the same time is very pleased by it. And I'm making that face right now. (laughs) <laughs> good we just call good. it the blake face <laughs> so lumina shows up and tells us she led the order to us she says the ceremony will also destroy sarah's soul it'll be the soul of everyone who has died since the chaos explosion the ceremony will take place in the order's church on the last day she then unseals the door and leaves 
Lightning tells Fang she saves souls by granting them what they wish for, so she will let Vanille die if she doesn't change her mind. It's up to Fang to save Vanille, and she's the only one who truly knows her. Fang leaves us and disbands the bandits. She won't help us anymore if we come in the area. Yeah, does she... I can't remember if I've run into her just wandering around in the world. No, she, like, disappears. Uh, She disappears because she says she has to go to Luxurian, but she's not there. She's going to show up in Endgame, and that's it. Gotcha. That seems to be her thing when she's not a main character, is that she she just shows up in the Endgame. Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm this person you met one time's girlfriend. What's up? (laughs) Yo, I'm fighting jailbait. Fang is one of the skeeziest characters in this entire series, if you think about her for five minutes. There's a good point in here that uh, Fang is the really? oldest person alive. Mm-hmm. Because she was That's in Crystal true. for hundreds of years before 13, lived through uh-huh. 13, then was in Crystal since thir- the end of 13, all the way till 13 years before this game started, making her the oldest uh-huh. person alive. And she's two years older than Vanille, by the Hell way. Yeah. Only two years. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Look, Matt, in some places it's okay if she's 18. She's 19. (laughs) Plus whatever time stasis. Ruined. It's all right. She's from Australia. Wait, Fang is supposed to be 19? She's supposed to be 21. Uh, Vanille's 19. Oh, whatever. Then it's okay. Yeah, it it just looks, it just seems like, we've talked about this, but it seems like like Fang is like 30. I I think she's like mid-30s or like early 30s to me. I'm betting apparently she's 21. anything. (laughs) <laughs> to be fair, these are also anime characters. This is true. <sighs> so, we also have this good side quest that I broke out because it's very good. Yep. Tell me about it, Fletcher. Bakhti the robot. Yeah, sorry, I was burping off mic. Whatever. Burp into the mic, it's fine. No, I have to edit things too. I'm it's not a present going to for bring Matt that... later. I am not bringing that bad karma on myself. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Thank you. Bakhti the robot can now talk, which fucking sucks, according to the notes. And he has a quest that requires you to fetch some oil. When you give him oil, he opens the door behind him to free his friends who have been trapped for hundreds of years. However, these friends were humans, so the room is just full of skeletons. You can get some money, a crux, oil, and a note inside. Yep. So the note asks for a uh, burial and also to find Bakhti a new home. And then when you talk to Bhakti, he doesn't understand what human death is. He has this very good line that I wrote down, which is, Friends, why did you get so thin? Did the desert or air absorb the moisture from your bodies? Yeah, there's a whole lot of, like, lightning explained, like, uh, you can't fix a human like you fix a robot. Also, Sorry. fucking Bhakti tells you that his friends are trapped and then says, Now you feel emotionally obligated to help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're we're underselling how funny this the writing is on this because it's a lot of self aware stuff like that. B- Bhakti is a huge condescending prick. Yeah, yeah. So I I wish this Bhakti this kind of Bhakti was in thirteen because when no! we first meet Bhakti, I think it's why, why not? It's better than just a a robot that just runs around on the ground for no reason and I gives mean, you stuff. I don't know. It I, would be weird. It would be better in 13, too. It would be very weird in 13, given how fucking serious that game takes itself. That's yeah. True. That would be the only joke in 13. <laughs> I mean, 
we talked about how Saz kept trying to be <laughs> the source of jokes and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. Saz would have to be the character who found that robot. Yeah. So yeah, you know, these people, they got trapped back there like hundreds of years ago, and Bhakti has just been waiting. Oh, no. To Sorry, open I was thing. thinking about the one joke in a game, and then I remembered I'm playing Final Fantasy X, and I'll have to get to that incredibly timely Macarena joke. <laughs> there was a Macarena? I completely forgot yeah, this. Yeah, they gotta go to Makalania Temple, and then Titus goes, I... Uh, weird. I'm gonna throw this out there. FF10 is not an amazing game. It has aged poorly. I think it's okay. It's fine. It's really uneven. Every complaint you can level at 13 about linearity is 100% active on. I don't think that's a problem. I didn't think the fact that 13 was linear is a problem. Especially in the remaster where they throw roadblocks at you so that fuck you if you want to go back to places. Like, who cares? I don't think the fact that it's a linear is a problem. Like, I didn't no, think that I, at 13. I never found that as an issue, but I'm just saying a lot of people will hold up one and the other and have not revisited the one. Well, right. The reason they do that is that 10 feels like you're traversing the entire world. 13 feels like you're walking in a straight line until you warp to the beginning of a new straight line. You don't get a sense of place. Right, like there's a pretty good video that uh, on YouTube that I'll, I'll put in the show notes that explain sort of compares the linearity bit between ten and thirteen, and it sort of points out how ten hides it better, or at the very least, like does more to to feel like it's got pit stops, whereas thirteen is just go go go, and that's why the linearity is seems more naked in the latter. You only like leave the straight line a few times at ten, yeah, and it feels good. Yeah, but right? you, you like stop you off and you meet more. You stop off and you meet more. Um, you know, Church of Yevon people, or you you meet the Albed. Like, there's definitely like stopping parts where it's like teaching you something about the world and introducing characters. There are, well, I mean, there are NPCs to talk to, and yeah. you don't get teleported around a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's got more continuity that way. Anyway, I guess my point is the sequels to both games succeed their originator quite handily. Oh man, but like. I need to play that. Everything I about 10-2 I like, except for the tone and all of the story. And the characters, I guess. That seems like where I'm coming from, too. I love how stupid the story in FF10-2 is. Dog, the, the old, goth chick's the, name is Pain. I know. Uh-huh. The only downside to me about 10-2 is the end of Act 4, where Act 4 is basically just, we're going to put on a concert for everyone. And that's to make everyone feel good while we actually go save the world. Well, you fight that giant robot, which is like the only good fight in the game. Well, that's Act 5. I'm saying Act 4 is just everyone feels really sad because hell is rising on Earth. Let's put on a concert and you have to, like, get the supplies together to do farm aid. <sighs> that's that's so anime. Act 4 kind of sucks. Other than that. Also, the 100% ru- ending literally ruins the entirety of Final Fantasy X. Sure, but I mean, because I mean, it literally is, you know, bringing back Eris, except in Tita's form. But that's why you just don't do that. You can only do that if you are a power gaming nut, so you are guaranteed not to get that on a first run otherwise. Yeah, because you have to talk to some fucking NPC in the first three minutes of the game. Really? That That's the failure thing? Oh no, there are so many... Th- Here's the thing. I'm talking about the Moogle. Oh yeah. 
The game is designed, you are not supposed to get 100% in one run, period. Mm -hmm. You can. People worked out the math, but it requires a lot of stupid counterintuitive shit. Uh Uh-huh. Like, you have to use the inn on your airship in every chapter. The inn does not do anything because you get your health and MP restored if you go to the airship. So then why is there an inn? So you can get dream sequences at times. Oh. You have to listen to an NPC speak for somewhere between five and ten minutes without stopping, and you can't push a button to speed him up. If you do, you interrupt him and it cuts off the percentage. That's so weird. There's a lot of stuff. You're not supposed to do that because on a second run, on a New Game Plus run, there's a giant branch point in the story and you get like 10 or 15% from each side. So mm-hmm. if you do the other side's quest on your second run, you're guaranteed to get over that completion percentage. Okay, so it's like, it, it's explicitly New Game Plus makes it easier. It's not just, then you have to play a perfect run. Yeah, a a perfect run is a lot of stuff that's basically never going to be done by a normal human being requires a lot of counterintuitive stuff and knowing to go talk to this guy during this one window of plot flagging and okay. Do we want to talk about Ten Two? I, I would love some point, to sometime. Yeah, I want to play it. I could drop Valkyrie profile and we could do that after fifteen. It's a much longer game than uh Valkyrie Profile. The Valkyrie Profile is very bite sized. It's fine, but it's also not super serious if I remember correctly. Mm. No, Ten Two is not. The only thing of about it that is super serious is if you do the ludicrous bonus dungeon, which I would not be doing again. Oh, I did that before. I thought it was great. Oh, it's very good, but it's so time-consuming with the depth. And then you get that thing that completely breaks the game. I know. Yo, Matt, it's more broken than fucking that squall thing you can do in 8. Uh-huh. Oh, man, that's, that's saying something. It's like five times more damage than that. Yikes. Keep in mind, this is a game where you can turn Riku, the young, plucky mechanic, into the cyber spider boss from Doom. Just as a regular attack. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. I I think people forget that that character is supposed to be 15. (laughs) It's terrible. You should also not be thinking about her sexually. She's she's Yuna's cousin. That's weird. Please don't. Please don't. Everybody. The internet. Just don't. Anyway... I was about to ask which one of those characters is the designated food or character, but it's definitely pain. Usually, yeah. I've seen mm-hmm. the art. <laughs> I think about that with everything I wa- I look at now. I'm like, which one of these is the food or character? Which one is it in uh, the 13 trilogy? Oh, I almost said hope, but then I realized that's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hold it's, on. It's, it's definitely like, Fang. It's Fang. It, it, Explain to me, what what is that term? I've heard you use it once before, but I oh. haven't run into it very oh, often. Oh, this is good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me find a picture for Matt. Uh, do I have to open it like a different browser so I don't yeah, have this do. in my like fucking Google history? It's okay. It might just pop up in our Discord when he pastes it there. Oh, jeez. Oh, hey. Here's a good link. Here, hold up. Oh, no. No, none of these have it. I'm looking for some good food for Matt. Oh, here we go. Goodwill. 
We have an episode title. <laughs> Good we had episode that. titles. Uh, okay, you know what? This is taking too long. Fudas are just dick girls, Matt. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay. I couldn't find a good one fast enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, w- I would pick Fang, too. I was trying yeah. to look for a tasteful Fuda image, but... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so basically, like, you know... Oh, it's tucked upwards, you know, just so it's peeking over your belt, kind of. <laughs> just the <just laughs> tip. It's just the tip. Matt, they are always curved up. The hallmark of a food is it's like a banana. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a decent amount of this has to get left in. Maybe not the inside baseball, no, but the comparison <laughs> of 10 to 13 and this food and talk has to stay. Maybe, maybe put this part after the closers. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> so speaking of dicks, Bhakti didn't uh you get souls from Bhakti. <gasps> yeah, you do. Actually, Bhakti after after <laughs> God, sorry to transition. Uh yeah, Bhakti um <laughs> dies and gives it gives you its soul and then dies, right? It shuts down. Buck, fuck, lightning returns just solves all of cyberpunk and just dusts off its hands and walks away. Robots do have souls. There you go. Much like 30% of all women have dicks. Go to the travelogues. Today I exterminated Globots and Skeletons. Uh, I definitely burned 6 EP on the the weird in-combat EP ability that's bad. Uh, overclock? Yeah, I, I I would always get Stagger 1 and then just burn Overclock for Stagger 2. Mm-hmm. I did get the drop for the Bonecracker Omega Sword, which is the purple version of the Bonecracker, and it is better in every way than the Shard Blade. Interesting. Is that is that like a drop like in the battle, or is it just the thing you pick up after the fight? It was a drop in the battle. Interesting. Do you have a bone cracker? I I don't remember, but I know that like after beating every uh, every one of these um, fights, the that yeah. yeah, the last ones, there's an item you pick up. Like I just beat. I'll talk about it later, but I, I beat the last Reaver, and he dropped like a flesh render or something like that. Yep, that's what I'm using right now. Actually, was it purple. I haven't. Oh, they at all it yet. are. They are all that awful I magenta. Hate that. I hate that so much. It's a really ugly hue to me. Like as an accent, it would be fine, but it's the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. it's just a single texture, only one color. It's like a placeholder blade. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
So no, I I probably have a bone it's cracker, like, but I haven't looked at it's it. It's like it might as well just say, Alan, please add texture. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to talk over you, but that was good. No, yeah, that that that's a callback I, I even got. Like <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. If they were to somehow do a re-release or like an international version of this game, I guarantee that just like Kingdom Hearts, these would be things that all got a recolor. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Because the whole last one system feels very, oh crap, seat of our pants, last minute. Uh, paint it purple. Yep. I mean, it's like bright fuchsia. I'm glad they did it. Yeah. It's, oh, it's more a good interesting system. I just than mean, them not like, doing it. Nobody ever came up with any better way to distinguish at a glance, okay, this is the one that's going to kill you. Maybe you want to run then. Make it neon in a color that doesn't occur in nature. Yeah, and doesn't it, like, once you trigger that in the area, it's the only... Is it the only thing that'll spawn in the area till you kill it? Um... Because I definitely avoided it a couple of times the first time I saw one, and I remember it just kept chasing me, but that seems to be true of all, like, the high-level uh, enemies. Like, when I'm running in the Wildlands and I avoid a Reaver because I don't want to waste the 2 EP because I'm I'm topped off, it tends to, like, respawn continuously. <laughs> well, it's just how fast they are. No, he's saying, like, when you have a last one available, it does it only spawn. And I don't know, I'd have to check. I'll do that next time I go to Extinct Something. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Because it, it does seem like those, like, Reavers tend to not go away until you kill it. Good luck, uh... If you ever need to do a lot of questing in the Wildlands now, by the way, though. Why? Well, because you don't have any fucking EP enemies left around. Uh, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, you're right. That, that was the only one. I yeah. have infinite EP, so... Oh, that's that's not true. There's, uh, there's the auto Proto-Florian. That's ah. true, but that's not convenient. Like, you can't pick no, one up on your way. No, definitely not. Definitely it's not like convenient. how when I killed skeletons before I had uh, to go get the tablets. Like... Mm-hmm. The tablet dungeons are very long, and there are no enemies besides skeletons that can spawn in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just one EP in, one EP out. Yep. I, I mean, that's them. not a ton of EP, though. It's not a, that big a deal. Well, I mean, it was four, because I only had one tablet. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that being a pain in the ass. So, apply that kind of thing to, like, going across the wildlands. Yeah, but that's why the the statues are are great because it costs zero time. I wound up uh, being able to complete skeletons in the closet immediately. I went to use non. I did the missing chocobo chicks, uh, buying glasses to finish up the baton twirler quest, which was very good. I like his nice. weird le- <laughs> leather daddy hat. <laughs> and uh, then I did the. Uh, Waiting for Dawn Quest, which I definitely just googled where this thing was after looking for a while. Oh, you said waiting for Dawn. I thought you said waiting for Dawn. Like, <laughs> yeah, I heard that too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Someday I'll have a pube. Someday. Well, I mean, like, he's waiting to find some tasteful fuda, right? <laughs> it's waiting for <laughs> Superman, but about the Catholic Church. Oh, oh. no. Waiting for uh, Dawn is the quest where you have to find the uh, Lapis Lazuli between 7 and 4 a.m. I somehow picked that up without knowing what it was, and so I just How? finished that quest immediately. It's behind I don't know. a bush in a place you didn't think you could stand. Wait, is that the one that's behind the cage, or is that... I'm no. trying to remember. I, I, I just remember, I, 
I remember that I picked it up and I remember that I dropped it off, but I don't remember intentionally looking for it. So when you come out of the hotel, out of the, uh, uh-huh. into the revelers quarter down those stairs, mm-hmm. there's that hotel right there and there are yeah. bushes and it turns out uh-huh. there's just enough space behind there where you can stand and the treasure sphere is there. Yeah, no, I, I definitely got that. I definitely picked that up. And then I did a bunch of other miscellaneous quests. Yeah. I have four days remaining now, so I think we're fine. That that means there's just so much. I guess like each one of those uh, bosses is basically a day's worth of Aradia. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, my turn. So I exterminated the the mini flans, the gorgon sopids, and the reavers. And uh, I'm I'm kind of glad the reavers are gone, just because they just keep harassing me everywhere, and I keep ignoring them because I didn't want to waste the EP. But it just turned out that I I only had a like seven or eight left and i ended up killing them all there's only 30 of them they're actually one of the easier ones to wipe out yeah for some reason it i it lasted me this long you know i i guess i did a lot of avoiding them when i didn't want when i didn't feel like fighting them so anyway i gave the glasses to tomaso so i finished off the i guess that's leg two of the uh the baton twirlers thing where tomaso is trying to ask her out and it the dialogue of that is so goofy yeah, it is. It's it's really ugh. Will and you marry of course, like, me? I mean, be my friend. Smooth, real smooth. And, and not to mention the fact that the the entire t- like after that uh, happens, lightning goes into like a whole thing about oh, if I only saw Snow and Sarah at the at the first point of their love blossoming, maybe I would have accepted it sooner. Do you really want to see Snow figure your sister on a motorcycle? <laughs> apparently because that's what it was probably uh love blooms on a sidecar <laughs> i've been watching a lot of old toku lately and you just gave me terrible mental image. i've never heard someone refer to female ejaculation as bloom <laughs> i have what yes I... if you've read a lot of older queer erotica or done your diving down those holes for um <laughs> academia you find some strange i guess you do get analogies. a lot of talk about flowers blooming yeah yeah that was yeah. a huge thing early on in anything female centric because no one really had a description or slang mm-hmm. for any of that region so it was just the flower the petals etc yeah yeah you know it's funny because like in our slack like a while Getting back i was really a cultural revolution <laughs> like I, I made a joke to Chris a while back about like Fang slash Vanille talking about uh Crystariums expanding. Ha <laughs> I like it. Uh so after that I uh, finished the stuck in a gem, the cat one, which was very funny because the cat fucking talks to him afterwards. Yeah. It's real weird. Yeah, especially it's in that same, like, pseudo-British voice that the cat had when you talked to it, so presumably that the cat had that voice the entire time. I am very confused about how that works. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, so that, that oh, one, I, did do I expected... one more cool quest. Yeah? I did the... Did you fight the Super Desmoda? Uh, no. You can go Not to the yet. arena and uh-huh. buy the cage at night. There will be a dude in some robes, and he's an alchemist. And oh he used no, I did chaos. do this. Yeah, he used chaos yeah, to shove his brother's soul inside the robot. Yep, yep. We talked about this one. Yeah, that was that was not a hard fight. 
but that's a lot of good flavor in there. It took a long time because I was not elementally kitted out the right way. Yeah, that's the problem with some of these fights. I like definitely never staggered it. Yikes. Um, so after that, I uh, I gave uh, Cardesia's cure to the dying guy in the pull tie. What is that? So there's this guy. He's like lying down on the ground saying, I'm I'm sick. I'm cursed. I'm dying. Get Cardesia to give me the thing I need to pass on. And he's thinking he's going to get poisoned. And it turns out Cardesia makes a cure for his curse and he is cured. And he's like, why did she cure me? I killed uh, I killed her lover. And, you know, she really should have had me die. And Lightning's like, well, instead, now you have to live with your guilt and figure out a way to uh, to either figure out why Cardesia saved you and, and all that. I haven't gone back to Cardesia to see if she says anything about it, but I probably will at some point. She does. Yeah, I'm sure she does. But uh, yeah, so that happens. I finished uh, Play It For Me because I was dumb and missed a couple of the treasure, treasure spheres that are pretty well hidden. I found the last one, but I cannot, I could not find the kid. I think he leaves at a certain time of day. Yeah, yeah, he, he's there. I think 7 p.m. is when he first shows up. I did like take that. a good screenshot no, today, by the way. I lied. It was 11, 11 a.m. he shows up. Um, I finished the potion quest. Which oh, is yeah. Good. Nice. I just yeah. got the third one. Yeah, no, I, like, so I was uh, running around trying to do a canvas quest where you needed to kill, uh, I think it's 10 Earth Eaters. And Earth Eaters have an attack that, like, hits you with four debuffs, which is just perfect for using the uh, the Nectar of the Gods or whatever they call it the first time. Yeah, I'll probably use the, uh, the Gurganesh because he has that uh, breath attack that does a similar thing. Oh, I didn't realize that. I never, he never does the breath attack because I kill him too fast. Yeah, I'll have to wait. But also, then I'm not locked into a fight with an Earth Eater. Yeah, Earth Eaters, they're, they're not bad at this point in the game for me. So now I have to find a way to get 10 Chocobo, no, eight Chocobo Eaters. And I don't, I need to look up where to find them. By Saz. By Saz. Yeah, okay. roughly. Or that back ass corner of the. Wildlands. Yeah, no, I've ran into one, like, going back from the research camp into the main area, but it was really random. I hadn't seen one in a long, like, since the first one. They only want to spawn, go to Saz, then start Mm -hmm. going back, but through the tunnels, and they spawn right at that first entrance a lot. But uh, if you kill the goblins and the 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 direflands... At that yeah. point, the only thing that will spawn in this area is uh, the Chocobo Eaters. Yeah, I gotta kill those guys. I haven't I haven't done that yet. I gotta go do that now that I have the Ghost Hood, which means I can get 100% physical resistance. What? Uh, where do you get that? Snow. So Snow just gives it to you? No, it's on the ground after you beat him. Did I pick yeah, that up? Boss reward. I don't remember. I'd have to. I have to go through my stuff, but I don't remember that seeing that in my inventory. Oh, I posted a screenshot, by the way. As I was coming out of one of the murals, there's just this guy laying in the fetal position who refused to move and could not be talked to. Ha! <laughs> Basically, I want you to imagine, for those of you at home who cannot see our slack, just if a man from an Assassin's Creed game fell over and then had lightning returns question marks above his head. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, there's there's some really fun, goofy NPC stuff in this game like that. I'll put this in the show notes. So I came back later, and I wish I had taken a picture of this, but my keyboard was away. 
And I think he's supposed to be walking around because he was floating through the air that way. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That is pretty damn good. Yeah, anyway, back. I finished the uh, Armand quest, and now I'm waiting for him to show back up so I can finish, uh, keep going with, uh, was it Sin of the Sinless or whatever? Song of the Sinless? The, the Renalf Part 2. And also, this is the point, we didn't mention this at all, but this is the point where you unlock the ability to increase the level of your um, skills with uh, these Malice Stones. I think they're called Malice Stones, right? Dog, yes. you got that forever ago. I've been doing that forever. Really? Because I just yeah. noticed it today, like like or last night when I was playing. Like I told I didn't... you to do that when you were telling me you were having a hard time with Null. Well, at the point that I was doing it, uh, I was like mashing them together to make them stronger. But then I hit the cap and I was done. And I didn't. I, I just I haven't been going to that menu that often because I haven't been being challenged that much. Oh, I just dump all my money into it. Okay, yeah, that's what I did. I ended up, like, upgrading everything to level 2s and 3s where I could, so now I'm just kind of rolling. It's pretty good. When does that actually open up? Like, what day? I don't know. Probably day 2 or 3. Yeah, you have to get past the first day, but that's about it. For the Malice Stone upgrades? Yeah. You just yeah. don't have any. I had a lot by the time I did this. I had, well, like, Yeah, because you get them from, like, each. last ones and stuff, and quest rewards, but at the time you unlock it, you don't have any. Oh, that might be why. You know what? That might be why, because I didn't exterminate my first thing till like day six. That would do it. Yeah, we're coming up on the point where if you can, you may want to start upgrading preferred skills or uh, gear. Or just do what I do and collapse everything down as hard as possible. You'll have very many options, but they're all incredibly strong. That works, too. So just curious, like upgrading weapons or items, does that mean you have to have multiple ones and then just smush them together? Um, weapons are a thing you can't really do until New Game Plus, so don't worry about that. All right. I'm I'm trying to save up. I want that 72,000 Salvation Sword. It's quite good. I have two. Seems very good. I mean, is it better than shards, the shard swords or anything? Probably. It's hard to tell, Um, honestly. I would go looking in the guide, but the guide is so fucking dense when you get to the weapon stuff it's like no not right now there's like mm-hmm. sorry five thousand of them yes let me just count how many pages of weapons there are at the tiniest font i did start fucking with spears and spears are fun oh yeah yeah uh they do a lot of stagger oh that's good to know you should read the description of weapon classes because um like repairs, they give you a slight ATB recharge when you perfectly time out at your attacks instead of holding the button. Yeah, you can hold the, the twin button. blades. Twin blades give you healing that way. Yeah, there's there's four pages of nothing but weapon chart. Huh, that's weird. You know, I I never really you know when I picked up the two shard swords and then picked up uh, the whatever it is from Caius. That's all I've been using, and I haven't really thought to redo it. Yep, they're too strong. You miss out on everything else in the game. I mean, is there so like if I'm going into new game plus, I I don't know which items carry over, but like I should just try to dig out these other ones for other utility. No, they're just other fun things that make the combat more engaging, like uh, fist weapons are cool. Mm -hmm. I use them on my first one because they're uh, they're like perfectly time your hits and you do like 50 percent more damage. Huh. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for me. I'd probably fuck it up. 
they're, they're very panic good mashing. with um, what's the is it punt? A punt is one of the 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 lower level attacks. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't do a lot of damage, but it interrupts. Yeah, it's very good with that because you can turn punt into like sixty percent of a normal attack that does an insane yeah. amount of stagger and takes no ATB. Yeah, uh, I mean, is that better than? Light Strike, which is just as much ATB, but you could also get slightly higher damage. I mean, yes, because you're also doing Stagger. Stagger is where you're going to do most of your damage. Then you switch off. I didn't realize that Punt did uh, Stagger damage. I'd have to look at that again. Because I right now I had a I had a level 3 Light Strike or level 2, whatever, like a really upgraded one on my secondary attack garb. And I was trying thinking about trying out punt i just haven't tried it on yet you have to build around it okay you do not put it in like if if you're playing like i am right now and you have a generic set do not put that in there gotcha okay that makes sense yeah because like right now uh my guard i'm still using um purple lightning because that gives me some pretty strong uh magic attacks and has a that that garb has a lot of extra atb charge so like i i'm at like 140 with that one uh, still using Paladin and still using Shadow Trooper. I'm I don't have I don't really prioritize AP ATB at all. I start in Ignition, even though Ignition comes in at fifty percent, just because that's where my Shard Blade is, so I get some uh, Regen going. Yeah. And then I will swap into my middle defensive one, get some deeper decks out. But where I handle all my ATB is I hang out in the uh, the Cloud one a lot because it has yeah. uh, ATB charge. Mm-hmm. But uh, I definitely have fucked myself against uh, like an Earth Eater before by accidentally switching into that and holding the guard button, which is ATB charge, which means I take like three times the damage. Yikes. <laughs> and it takes time to come out of. Yeah. Ghosthood. I, I should look up those uh, 100% items just so that I can start using some more fun um, other things to try to mess around with strategy. It's worth It's worth branching out a little. Yeah, because yeah. I'm I'm kind of hitting the wall where there's not much more to do with, with the style of fighting I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck around, dude. You've got hella stats now. <laughs> I have a lot of stats. Fletch, what'd you do today? I did not get much done this week due to a lot of overwhelming bullshit from work rendering me a little JRPG'd out. But I did wipe out the Reavers and start doubling down on the fact that we're in the part of the game where I need to upgrade a lot of gear. So I have been going out of my way to just hunt things for drops if I did not already have the materials. And I pushed one thing up to a level two or three. And then I instantly got the Reaver Sword drop, and it's like, oh, this tops over what I had and spent all that time on. But it also pushed me to the max stats. There you go. Uh, your stats soft cap at 5,000 base, by the way. Hell yeah. Good yeah. to know. Other than HP, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So, wrapping it up, do we have any closing thoughts on today? You know, this... This is setting up... Actually, if you don't do this quest, I imagine the end of the game kind of comes out of nowhere. I mean, you have to do this quest, right? Well, no. You don't have I don't to know do if anything. you have to finish this one before... Oh, like, yeah. you could just do nothing. That's interesting. I should actually just do a gimmick run of that on the final day. 
Well, huh. I should just do. I should just boot up a new file and see what happens if you do nothing but like sleep it and in for five days. Yeah, that, exactly. I mean, you probably just game over, right? Because you have no Aradia. Well, something has to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I I wonder what happens if you go a little bit in, but you don't do some of the main story stuff. I, I'll mess with it. So it's like try to like get the max 13 days, but not finish a single quest, like ma- main quest. Uh, this is our first main quest we finished, yeah? Yeah, it has to be. We technically didn't finish it. I don't think we're entirely it. done. Because this is the actual main quest of the game. This is three, I believe. Yeah, because this is this is finishing the main quest in Dead Dudes. Sure. So. One of them. Yeah, one one of the five. And Wait, no, well, four, there's only five. one in Dead Dunes. Yeah, this one is technically quote-unquote finished, but uh, yeah, this is the first one we wrapped up. Yeah. No, we did Saz. Uh, we talked about Saz, but Saz is more like a point five of a main quest. It's, I mean, it's weird. He's one of the five. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Jeez, Matt. Way to like just. <laughs> I knew you were experience. gonna go. I knew it. I as soon as I said that, I'm like, <laughs> God damn it! I know it's. I know you're gonna go right to that joke. Gonna go close. Says his polling station really quick. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, they're still counting uh, ballots in Florida right now. Anyway, that's fine. Florida is so fucked right now, Matt. I mean, do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what Chevron deference is? I've heard it recently, but I can't tell you what it is. It's because I said Florida's fucked because they got rid of it. This so this okay. is some laundered shit, right? But mm-hmm. Chevron deference is very important. It is uh, basically the idea that the court is to defer to like executive committee bodies' rulings because uh-huh. they're experts on it, right? So right. if your landlord rezones your house area. And then you lose a ton of value, and the committee rules that's that. You don't have a court case because of Chevron deference. You have but, no uh, no recourse, no uh, right. legal standing. Now in Florida, you do, which really just means that literally everything will be going to the court. And I hope you don't need to use the court for anything in a timely matter. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Because they were overloaded already. Everywhere is overloaded. Yeah. Ridiculous. Well, that's okay. Now we have, like, 90% more cases going to Florida. Hooray! Just can't wait for the court to talk about zoning disputes and fucking building codes. Whatever. All of it. Everything goes to the court in Florida now. I guess it depends which court it'll go. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's relevant to this show. Anyway. That's why we put um, K on the Supreme Court, by the way, because he wants to get rid of it, too. Mm-hmm. At any rate... Yeah, this part of the game is pretty good. I like like running around with Fang, but you know, it's just kind of a dungeon dive. And I thought the Grendel fight for me anyway was was tough, but and kind of interesting. But I can didn't really quite figure out what I was supposed to do by the time I finished it. But it was a DPS race. Yeah, it was a DPS race, and my numbers just weren't high enough to, or at least I was not using my numbers to the best of their abilities to get to that second stagger that often. Was this your first bus? This was my uh, second. This was the one right before Kaya. So this is, sec- this is like fourth. So I should have been okay. able to do it. Yeah. I think you just weren't set up right. Yeah, that's probably what it was. And then the game doesn't just tell you stop. Well, it doesn't all. And it doesn't offer. It gives the cost of stopping and restarting makes it very high. 
Is it? So. It's like one hour. No, but I was also, remember, I was at 5.59. So, like, if I did that, I would get kicked up to the arc and then have to come back. So I, I didn't do that. And I was also under the impression that if I waited the next day, it would be stronger. So I would have to uh, do the same battle, but with higher stats against me. Hell yeah. So I didn't, I didn't want that. Well, you got any thoughts, Fletcher? I thought it was cool. I enjoyed this stretch because, again, it's one of the bigger quest set pieces, and it's um, we're really underselling how big this dungeon is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard to explain it, really, in a podcast form. I got in at 6 a.m. I only use chronostasis a few times, like when I'm in an area where I there's no time doors on my floor. And I probably got out at, like, noon. It's large. That's pretty good. I like it because it's a good change of pace from just running around the overworld a lot. Yeah, and I feel like every time I've gone into a dungeon in this game, like going into a boss, I literally avoid every fight until I get to the boss because I'm usually racing the clock. And this one, I mean, I ended up racing the clock, but that was because of happenstance, not because, you know, like the only way to get into the palace is if you're there at 3 a.m., you know? Yeah. Well... This is also the first time where I did not feel the need to... Because I've exterminated a lot of the low-class monsters. Like, the only monsters I have left are, like, the big-ticket EP guys. And yeah. I don't want to just flush that EP. So yeah. this is the first time where I just let the clock run a lot. Because I could, chronostasis, hang out, wait for it to wear off, and use it. But that's the same as flushing it, and I didn't yeah, just want to flush it. Because so. I know... Like, I will want a lot of EP for opening the roads, for example. Oh, is so you, you it costs EP to use the highways? No, well, in that it costs time because they're long. But think oh. about where the highways are. You have yeah, to go they're in to, the corners. Yeah, you have to go to all... There's like eight, right? Some areas have two. Some yeah. are, and then there are two areas that are the end. So they only have a one. So you're looking at, yeah, you're looking at eight, right? So you're going to have to run across every area. So anyway, I guess we'll get to it when day nine hits because they're not open till day nine to talk about those. Yeah, he's a good streamer. Okay. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with the show. Nope, don't. We don't care. I I care. I'm just going to say it. And if I want to cut it out, I'll cut it out. <laughs> It's light X thrice on Facebook and Twitter. If you want to reach out to us plugs guys, you can listen to my other podcast on the network. Magmar sucks where we stack rank Pokemon based on how interesting they are. Also listen to Boku no stop. It's pretty good. I bought the quiet man. You should also buy the quiet man. I'm, I'm going to buy the quiet man. I already decided to buy the quiet man. I still have no idea what this is. I know it's an FMV thing, but that's all I know. It's an FMV game about a man who's deaf. And mute, apparently? No, he's not mute. He talks. Oh, okay. So, imagine, here's what sold me on it, is a six-minute cutscene of them riding in a car where it's just quiet the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems incredible. There's more than one of those, because I've done the first run of the game. Well, all right, then. Oh. Um, Fletcher's plug is the fucking quiet man, and not one of our podcasts. Nice work. Would you like me to go do the bad dragon thing again? Yeah, perfect. (laughs) 
Speaking okay. Of uh, this week, let's sell the Fang Special, which is one of our only insertables. And yeah, there. <laughs> Everything is an insertable if you try hard enough. Uh, yikes. Yeah, um, all I got of is insertables, uh, Harry's razors. I have a whole drawer full of their blades. I don't use it anymore. I guess what? I'm the guy who buys everything from podcast ads. I bought a Quip toothbrush last week. Why? Huh? Because I needed a new toothbrush, and I thought, what the fuck? It was at Target. No. Uh, I, I guess. They weren't at Target. I just have like I just bought a, like a generic Oral-B, whatever. Gotcha. Anyway, Boku No Stop, I'm on it. We've already mentioned it. I think that's it for now. Uh, I might, whether or not, you know, now that my time is freed up, I might try to do uh, a bonus episode with um, somebody that we haven't had on the podcast yet. Uh, but that would be about a different game, and I don't want to spoil that if it doesn't happen. So, well, mm-hmm. it's type zero. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. It'd, probably be type, it'd probably be type zero. Speaking actually. of Boku no Stop, give me your 30 second take. Did you watch the new episodes yet? Uh, oh, yes. And you know what? I'm trying to remember what's ha- what happened in them now. And you know what? I'm totally pulling a blank. Wow. <laughs> Caught me off guard. You know, I, I, I wasn't like mind blown or like, what the fuck? I'm like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I didn't really have a very strong it's, reaction to it. It was just a massive tonal shift. And that's what the rest of the show will be. It was like, that's that's totally true. Yeah, what was it? It was Masato getting drunk. Oh, no, not that one. Kaji, and what was That's the, not the one I'm asking about. What's the one? What happened in the next one? I'm totally forgetting. It's the one with the hole. Shinji goes in the hole. Oh, Shinji going in the hole. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that was interesting. Speaking I mean, of I, Fuda. <laughs> the gang goes in a hole. <laughs> yeah, that... That was interesting, but I, I don't know what it ultimately means other than, oh, it's weird that his, uh, the spirit of his mother saved him, question mark? Oh. So close, and yet. <laughs> Alright, that's all till next time when we will be talking about the wrapping up the Luxurian quest, fighting Noel, and I think Yuznan? Yeah, yeah, so we're finishing, uh, yeah, Snow and Noel. Okay. In two weeks, murder of men. All right. Peace. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows. I am depending on your assistance. I need that fuel to save my comrades as soon as I possibly can. There are more of you. Yes, and I expect my comrades are most eagerly awaiting me. And now you should feel an emotional responsibility to help me. Should you not? I'm so glad that we could bond like this. That is some programming you have. <laughs>